we have a bunch of questions here. Let me try this. Are there any patient profile that warrant use of a secondary test? Uh, Even if the FIB4 is less than 1.3. That's correct. Um, no, uh, but if you're concerned, that's the patient that requires closer follow-up. But uh, a good FIB4 is a good FIB4, that's, that's it. If you think that it could be a mistake, you wanna do it again, but that's about it. Uh, does everybody deserve a fiber scan? Probably not. Uh, and does anybody, does everybody deserve an MRI PDFF with MRE? Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably think where people are thinking is like maybe type two diabetics and, and uh, overweight patient and they have a fit for less than 1.3. Um, I will be cautious with that patient. I personally don't use FIB4 in my clinic. And uh, the reason why I think FIB4 is um, mainly helpful in, in primary care, this is my own opinion, primary care clinics. Um, if I have a patient to answer that question correctly, then I do still, um, I do still have, I do still think that he has, he might have a problem such as type two diabetics and obesity. I will do a, I will jump into imaging based testing and look at the amount of steatosis and fibrosis if there's anything. Um, as you know, like the FIB4 and uh, all other tests, they are not perfect. The two cutoff of 2.67 and 1.3, based on 90% specificity and sensitivity, but we, we have seen data that it's changing a little bit per cohort. So in general, like as a rule, that's the, the 1.3 and 2.7, 2.67 are recommended by multiple societies. Nevertheless, this is we're doctors in medicine. If you are still suspicious, um, do, do something about it. Now take more of those. We hear a lot about how to identify patients using non-invasive tests in practice, but how do you currently monitor patients for progression or improvement once diagnosed with NASH? That's a great question, actually. This is um, in, in simply in our clinics, if a patient that does not want a follow-up biopsy and none of them in general want, uh, many of us use a combination of tests. So do you not lose one by itself? Uh, a lot of people use the transient elastography along with ALT improvement. ALT improvement have shown over and over that it correlates with fibrosis improvement and histological changes. There's a paper by 17 units from um, the OCA data, 17 units drop correlates with histology. Of course, the more the better. I think eventually once we replace a biopsy, we're gonna have a soup of them that will say those, the combination of those are the most likely to predict treatment response. There are data that just came out in G Journal of Hepatology. Uh, Marinella is the first author showing that all NITs predict response to therapy. But if you take a single one, the area under the curve to predict fibrosis improvement was not great, which indicates that you probably want a combination of them. So in general, like in clinical practice now, we use a combination of them. Um, I, I use PDFF, MRE, and ALT. ELF is out there, so it's a good way to use it. 
um, so but the bottom line, try to use combination if your patients don't want uh, a biopsy. What, what, do you, what do you think? I agree with that. For elderly patients, if you have a FIB4 less than two rather than less one, than 1 1.3, um, would that be good enough to say, you're good, don't come back? Yeah, I mean, the, the, this is the data from FIB4 and uh, age cutoffs. Uh, I think it needs to be replicated. Um, I, I will be uh, careful with elderly. Uh, so um, I, use, I use, for myself, I use for elderly 1.3 and 2.67. And last question. If your patient has type two diabetes mellitus, normal liver tests, normal liver ultrasound, and obesity, do they need a fiber scan? And my quick answer is yes, I would still do the fiber scan. Um, and uh, uh, because uh, that is, that is you know, probably the most sensitive, non-invasive, cheap way of getting a good initial assessment. Or, or at, at least if you wanna follow the AGA 2021 call for action, if the patient does have metabolic syndrome, and this is a question probably more for primary care physician. When they come to our clinic, we automatically, there's a reason why this is patient referred to, uh, to, to the specialist. So this, is patient, this patient sounds like more belong to primary care clinic and they're asking about obesity in particular. So if the patient, for the AGA guidelines, uh, 2021, if they do have the risk of two, two risks of metabolic syndrome, you need to do a FIP4 for them. If you want to go scientific and, and by the guys, this patient usually does not come uh, to hepatology unless if you're scoping him for GERD and you found it obvious, I guess you're going to do the fiber scan. So, but in general, um, if, it, if you want to follow the guidance, it's two risks of metabolic syndrome, uh, you get a, uh, a FIP4.